welcome to the first episode of Black the Black Esquire podcast. My name is Michelle Jenkins, and I'm Shelly Whitehead, and we are we are your illustrious hosts. We're very excited to come to you today for our first episode, and thank you so much for tuning in. So we're gonna, but before we get started, uh, it's our tradition at Black Esquire podcast to discuss what we're sipping on. So Shelly. I got a mimosa here, got some Corbel Sweet Rosé with a little simple orange with mango. You know, I didn't realize how much I needed this drink <laughs> until we started sipping on it today. It's been a long week, and um, this is right on time. You been getting your black Esquire on? Yes, yeah. I have. <laughs> what, you, and what you sipping on? Well, I'm... Um... I'm going to try and say it bougier than you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sipping on some Corbel as well. Yes. Sweet Rosé happens to be my favorite form of Corbel. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I, you know, I made our drinks today. So, we're drinking the same thing and I'm enjoying it very much. Um, mine has a little bit more Corbel than the Simply Orange Mango. <laughs> you need that sometimes. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. It's okay. <laughs> No judgment zone, right? No, no judgment. It's a safe space. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings me to, uh, so, I don't know, Shelly, what are we going to tell them? What is Black Esquire? Yeah, so, Black Esquire, um, I know you guys heard the intro from Salon, just for us, by us. So, Michelle and I, we're both attorneys. I actually don't practice anymore. I have a legal recruiting company called Legal B. But before we even get into who I am, but the purpose of Black Esquire is this is a platform for us to discuss issues that affect black professionals, Um, not just attorneys, but black professionals in general, um, topics that nobody's really talking about. And so, indeed, I kind of, so the podcast is just, I came to Shelly and Shelly is one of the only people that really entertains my foolery. And so <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I had this brilliant idea. Oh my God, we need to do something. And she's like, what girl? And I'm like, yeah. you know, we need to do a podcast. And so it's like, I love um, it. Yes, exactly. And she supported and embraced and I'm excited. Um, I think in this day and age with um, our um, current sitting guy, that happens to be in 45. Yes, 45. No, mm-hmm. we, don't, 45. We, we don't even acknowledge his name. We don't. <laughs> so we, you will never hear me say his name, but 45 has um, created a certain climate that is more, not that it wasn't there before, but more so that um, that particular climate is sort of amplified by his presence and some of the things that he communicates regularly, um, whether it be by Twitter fingers or. Um, most recently launching um, um, what are those paper tiles in the crowds mm-hmm. or whatever the thing that might be happening it creates a space where um, as an attorney I'm an attorney that does practice um, so and I and I work for the state so in government so the just just having to go and be a part of the justice system when I'm repeatedly being told, by the media and by different actions that are sort of happening, you know, um, whether it be a young man or young woman of African-American descent being gunned down or, mm-hmm. you know, being berated in the press, uh, in the press room in the White House 
whatever the case may be. Um, I'm repeatedly being given these images that sort of say that I don't belong. And I think this is a, a nice way for us to sort of combat that feeling mm-hmm. and to sort of, um, and then also to just have some fun yeah. and just be ourselves in a good space that welcomes us. And so um, that is the beauty of the, the internet. That is the beauty of social Absolutely. media and uh, whatever, you know, hosting source you end up on, you know, that, that is the beauty of that. That is the beauty of the amendments that are, enable us to uh, sort of speak freely. So I'm excited about that. I'm really excited about the guests we got lined up. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of a lot of great interviews coming up, mm-hmm. a lot of poignant topics that you probably haven't heard discussed before. Maybe you, you talk about it amongst your circle of friends, but mm-hmm. so we're hoping that you all will, will listen in and uh, give us your feedback, you mm-hmm. know, on, on what we're discussing. Indeed. So I think you got a little bit about who we are and things like that. And I guess you'll stick around and you'll get to know us, you know, just come get to know us. Come, come have a seat. Listen a little bit. Yeah. And we will <laughs> I'm sure you'll be very entertained. Yes. So, um, so so this brings us to our next topic, which is okay, so I got a funny story for you guys. Um so Shelly and I um are very unapologetically black. And so <laughs> <laughs> so um we ended up so today, we are actually sitting in front of, I, I like to, you know, when we have conversations and things, black people, you know how we do, we eat. So we're eating um, some freshly fried chicken and some cantaloupe, mm-hmm. so we keep it you know, balanced. With the mimosas. Uh, with the mimosas yeah, and, you know, some chips and salsa and things, we're snacking and things like that. Um, and so, keeping it light, so. Well, anyway, I stepped at Jules to get the cantaloupe. And a young lady uh, was behind me, and I tend to kind of, I, I tend to do this thing. I talk a lot, and I tend to do this thing where I'll like turn around behind me, and if a if someone is carrying a bottle of wine, I'll ask them why they pick that particular, you know, bottle of wine, or at least in, engage with them about it because I love wine. So, um, and this lady had a bottle of Cab Sauvignon, and I wanted to know about it because some of the cheaper ones are a little too sweet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but then you have others that are way too dry. And, you know, that, that is a very important mix. You got to try and find the, the right one. Exactly. So, I mean, Love Corkscrew has a really good one. But, yes, you know, I got to go all the way in the city for that. Right. So. Well, um, she's expanding. So, hopefully. Actually, yes. no, I think they have. I know this is off topic. But they, I think they she's at Madison Liquors. Right. She is. Yeah. I need to start going there. I forgot. Mm-hmm. She put that on her Instagram. She did. Shout out to her. Love Corkscrew is a um, black-owned, I guess, uh, wine, just wine company. company. Yeah. And is she does she have a vineyard or no? Don't have me lie. I'm, I'm not, sure. not sure. But the owner is Krishan Lampley. Um, like she said, her. yes, black owned. She's doing her thing in the Chicagoland area. Um, her wine is in stores all over. Mm-hmm. It's in Targets. Yeah, Targets, Mariano. Mm-hmm. So do that. Do pick that up. But anyway, so back to this lady behind me in line at the jewels. So she <laughs> so she had this little cute little bottle. It was um a cute little bottle of wine. It was like it was called like First Hundred or something like that. And she said it was in City Winery magazine and it was only like ten dollars and that was cute or whatever like that. And she was chatting and she saw I had the Corbell in my hand in addition to the cantaloupe. And she says Oh, well, what are you celebrating? And I said, well, 
Actually, I'm celebrating, you know, we're launching our first, po- we're launching our first, we're recording our podcast. We're launching, having our first episode recording of the podcast. And I'm excited about it. And she was like, oh my goodness, what is it about? I gave it a little spiel and things like that. But now this lady was white. So I told her that it was about, you know, helping young professionals, mm-hmm. you know, navigate being a young professional and being their, their true selves, their true individual selves in those spaces. Which I think is not a lie, but it doesn't, you know, incorporate race. I didn't want to scare the lady in the middle of jewels. You know, I didn't want to be like, Black Lives Matter in the middle of jewels. Right. And I'm the one who started the conversation, so mm-hmm. I had to be nice. And she was like, oh, okay, well, where, do you have a card? I would love to listen. I'm a young professional. And I thought to myself, mm. <laughs> I don't, I mean, oh, I was like, well, I don't have a card, but... You know, you can follow us on Instagram at BLK underscore ESQ. Um, and, and she was like, oh, okay, I, I want to listen in. I'm a young professional, you know. And I thought to myself, yeah, but you know black. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not to say that people who are minorities can't listen, but, you know, as Shelly, you know, has expressed to me on different time- instances, you know, it's hard to. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to, you know, broadcast that something that you're doing is like, quote unquote, black or is for black people, especially when you're discussing it with, you know, non-black people, <laughs> because, for you know, white people in general, and I know I'm being not politically correct, but, you know, white people, they don't like to be the minority. Yeah. You know, if they feel like what you're doing is for black people, then they automatically feel excluded, like they can't be a part of it. Whereas us, as black people, we're used to being the minority. We're used to stuff not being for us, mm-hmm. and, you know, and we go and do stuff anyway. Um, and I was telling Michelle before we started recording, um, actually, we're both members of the Cook County Bar Association um, here in Chicago. Actually, that's how we met. Uh-huh. And, you know, but we won't we, we won't get into our, our story too much. <laughs> but but yeah, so um, I was uh, sitting at the the Cook County Bar table. There was like a bar association fair at DePaul Law School, and so we had all the law students. You know, most of them were one L's or first year law students. If you're not familiar with the term one L's, so they were first year law students, and they have to go around the room basically and learn about all the different bar associations. And so the Cook County Bar, for those who are not familiar, it is the oldest African-American bar in the country. But you don't know that. Shout out to them. But that's not (laughs) something you know when you hear Cook County Bar. Not at all. Okay, so. You think it's for Cook County? Yeah, you would just think, because we also have a Chicago Bar Association, and then there's a Cook County Bar. So people just automatically think, oh, it's just a bar association in Cook County. Um, So, you know, we had the first two people who came, these were very... um, very overzealous, very eager um, white male students. Um, They didn't even ask what the Bar Association was for. They just started filling out their form. Using their entitlement, girl. Yeah, and I was like, you know, (laughs) go ahead. You know, I didn't have the heart to tell them, you know, well, you know, this is an all-black, you know, uh, a black bar association. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to let you, you know, come on. Exactly, you know, we don't exclude anybody. We want everybody to come. So I didn't say anything. I don't know if that was ethical or not. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> They'll be all right. They'll find out. It's, 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 and you know what? That can be. And I don't want them to be allies. I want them to be co-conspirators. Mm-hmm. I was listening to um, Politically Reactive, another podcast, um, the other day. 
And they were talking about how, you know, there's a difference between allies and co-conspirators. But, you know, we will get into that in another episode. Mm-hmm. But I just want to say, I ho- hopefully they will come and they will feel compelled to be a part of it and, and, and just really engage. Because exactly. we don't buy it. Just because there's a space that says black, it just means just know that these are the topics we're going to focus on. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're not welcome or that you can't learn from it. Mm-hmm. Because I learned from stories about people who are not black all right. the time. Right. I learn from people who are not minorities all the time. So let's, you know, let that to the wayside. This is our disclaimer. This is the only time we're going to give this disclaimer because, like I said, we are very unapologetic. So. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. Yes. But then it was like, but then when I actually gave the spiel to people who actually asked, you know, what's your bar association about? You know, and I and I started off the spiel with, oh, you know, we're the oldest African-American bar association. And most of them were, were white. Mm-hmm. You could just see their faces drop, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and they like, just yeah, and they were like, oh, okay. Well, thank you. And then they move on to the, you know, the other organizations. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know what, you know, you're welcome too. You know, just because, you know, we're black, you know, doesn't mean you can't, like Michelle said, that you can't learn as well. Mm-hmm. So don't be like, you know, the law students, you know, and feel be like that you can't. Space, exactly. Right? Be very open in this space. So what today's episode is actually about now that we've kind of given you the spiel of what black Esquire is about what this space will be like and what the safe space we want to create um so our episode today we want to talk about um sort of business with friends um how friends should do business together and or excuse me not friends doing business together but whether friends should do business together and if they should mix and to me, I feel like they should mix and they should be shaken, not stirred. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Uh, and I, I think this uh, this topic came about. I don't. I don't remember how we discussed it. But I know Michelle and I. I we were. I know we were in the car <laughs> talking about it, and it was like I think we were saying something to the effect that black people in general we seem to have this fear of collaborating with each other. We feel like we have to do everything ourselves. Um, You know, if we collab with somebody, oh, they're going to take my idea or I don't want to work with another black person because they don't do business right or or something like that. And we we feel like we have to take on everything ourselves uh, and alienate everyone else. And then that's how... Well, there's many reasons why we're not ahead, but that's one of them because we we are afraid of partnership. We don't trust each other mm-hmm. with our ideas and with our resources, mm-hmm. you know, even just sharing, you know, ideas and, you know, telling people where to go to do yeah. stuff. You know, we don't want to do that. And what is that really? I don't know. I don't know why we have this, this fear of... Somebody going to just come and take all our shine. Yeah. And the thing is, and I posted about this on Instagram the other day. I said, it was like a meme. And it was like, you know, I never had to unscrew another woman's light bulb for mine to be, you know, for Mm -hmm. mine to continue to work. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important that we understand that that applies like across, you know, genders, across races, across just with anyone. Mm -hmm. It's a little sun for everybody. And people don't get that. No, they don't. They, they, they feel like if I let somebody else shine, then that means that I can't shine. Mm-hmm. Or I'm not as dope as this person, if I let this person. But what is the source, though? Do we Is that, like, our competitive nature? Is that specific to, and is it specific to uh, the legal field, right? 
<laughs> well, I know it's not just the legal field. <laughs> you know, you, you said that with certainty. I, 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 I've, I've just, I've, come, I know enough people in outside fields to know that you know it. it the competition is there outside of even just professionalism. Uh huh. Outside of just being a professional. Yeah. You know, for whatever reason. I don't know. I think I, I do think that law school in particular does sort of breed a certain specific type of oh, absolutely. absolutely. that's like oh you can't have my notes oh I don't want you to know about my study group mm, mm, uh. mm-hmm. everything has to be exclusive and I think that's such a toxic thing when it comes to being a minority in spaces mm-hmm. because the thing is is I'm not your competition and it's easier said than done because mm-hmm. there have been many a times that I've been in situations with people who said these same words that I'm right. communicating right now to me but then when put on a hot seat, <coughs> excuse me, you're all right. The, yeah. So I, I, when put on a hot seat, you know, um, like they don't know how to react mm-hmm. when someone is equally as ambitious as them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They don't know how to accept, mm-hmm. you know, someone else's ambition and accept someone else's being as brilliant as them. I, I only want to surround myself with other people who are as busy and booked and you know, unbothered as I, I am. Agree. And I think you can, you know, and I hate to say this, but there are a lot of people out there who, if you look at their circle, they are the most ambitious one. And yeah. I feel like it might be subconscious, but it, it, it says something. If it absolutely you're the does. most accomplished person in your, or the only person that's like going Actually doing school. something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like nobody wants to, all to be thriving and you know working towards something bigger absolutely absolutely and together absolutely and they say i don't know who who started this but you mm-hmm. probably see it all around they say you're like the five people mm-hmm. the average of the five people you surround yourself mm-hmm. with and so if that's the case then i want to surround myself with beasts i'm trying to be a beast yes! so you know i'm not trying to be the, the the top dog with a bunch of scrubs wait hold on pause right here because people don't know Shelly Shelly is petite Shelly is cute like Shelly is like like the term cute as a button definitely applies to Shelly now she's sassy and fly but she is cute as a button so when she's like I want to be a beast it's like girl it's true it's true and I applaud you but I just had to let the listeners know that's hilarious who is saying she fit a beast in like but that's how I feel. That's how I feel. You, you know, should. You know. Go, girl. Exactly. But, and I feel like that's how people should be. That's how you grow and that's how you thrive when you surround yourself with people who want more in life, who are going to push you and, mm-hmm. and strive for more. And, you know, when you are out there wanting to give up, they're like, no, 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 you, yeah. you keep going. Yeah. And I think it's important to sort of like have different type of beasts around you. Oh, absolutely. So I like to diversify. So I like to do business. And I it's, I like to try. Okay, so I moonlight as an event planner. And and so I like to try to do business with other African-American women, mm-hmm. you know, whenever I can. Right. And I think that's important because the thing is, is you're going to allow that. How can I put this? There's a certain community that you feel when you're able to do good business with another African. That is so true. 
So like when I can book a DJ and he's at, or she is African American and they like rock it, I'm like yes, I can put you in my book and I can keep you around and I can trust you a little bit more, you know, to really encapsulate what I feel mm-hmm. and what I'm trying to convey. Even with our like logo person, shout out to Princess Tiggs, he did a wonderful. He job. did so good. We we gave him such a hard time. We did. Y'all know why. <laughs> We get about 60 different emails. Let me get his, um, go, uh, I, I just, I'm trying to find his, his Facebook handle real quick so I can plug him for y'all. Yes, he, he did such a good job with our oh logo. He, um, he slayed it. He, but, he really did. But we did give him a hard time. And... <laughs> That's not you, because you know we're we're not we don't draw, but we have an idea of what we're looking for, and I guess we weren't communicating that mm-hmm. <laughs> correctly for him, and so we were like, "Well, just to be fair, I sketched something. Oh, I yeah, don't draw. Sketch. I'm an attorney. I, I sketched something. Like I just drew a little woman. Like <laughs> he was like, "I got you. I got you," <laughs> and I was glad. So he did a wonderful job. He was so patient. It's Design X as an Exilophone Ray Studios LLC. Design X Ray Studios LLC. He did a wonderful job. And he does like t shirts and stuff. So maybe we'll get some of our merchandise from him. We'll mm-hmm. see, you know, we'll see what he works out for us. But shout out to him as well. Yes. He's Princess Tiggs on um, um, Facebook. That's his name. That's his personal page. So Google Design X Ray Studios. He has a wonderful website too. So yeah, but. What my point is, is I just really do my best to try and reach out to African Americans and try and, you know, engage in that sort of community. Mm -hmm. Because, like I said, it's a different feeling. It's almost like home. Like, it's kind of like a family reunion. Like, you feel good. Like, we all making money together, you know? And I think the importance of it, and the bottom line is, is you just, you really have to be intentional about doing that. Absolutely. Because it is harder to find. It is, if we're honest, it's harder to find. Mm-hmm. You know, it's also harder to sort of maintain the relationship and keep the relationship because we have a tendency to be harder on those that feel like home, right? That's true. And I think... Because how many times do you you go off on your family and your friends, mm-hmm. those who are there for you, but you go off on them, mm-hmm. you know, more than you would your coworker or, exactly. or somebody, exactly. you know. And then also, too... We do ourselves, I think it's important. So then we come to the question of how do you really begin to work with someone who's your family or your friend? And I would offer that that you hold them to the same standards that you hold the rest of your clients. Mm-hmm. And that way you, you set a tone that allows them to treat you as a professional mm-hmm. and you treat them as a professional mm-hmm. and y'all can work together. Yeah, there has to be that respect first and foremost because a lot of times when you when you start working with family and friends... You, you set it up. You set yourself up. You set yourself up and you take the relationship for granted because you're like, oh, that's just, that's just my girl. Oh, that's just my cousin or whatever. And then you blow it off, but you wouldn't do that if this was just Joe Blow that you were actually introduced to on a professional setting. So mm-hmm. you have to start with that respect level. And once you come, come to it, if you come to the relationship as, you know, I respect you as a professional, I respect your time and your, your energy then you'd be all right. Shelly looking at me crazy because I'm pouring some more Corbell. Yeah. <laughs> Not crazy. No judgment. Just like, no judgment. Just like I'm, 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 I will probably be doing the same. 
like I said earlier, it's been a long week. <laughs> but even deeper than just, you know, you as a entrepreneur, as the head of the, you know, your particular um, um, business approaching the situation that way. I mean, make them sign a contract. Oh, yeah. You own a home, make them sign the lease. Make, put these things in, in place so that they respect you, so that they respect the relationship, so that you create a tone for the relationship. And I'm not saying just throw it all in their face. You can still be kind and, 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 and present a contract. Mm-hmm. You, you say, hey, so typically what I do with my clients is I do X, Y, Z. So here's the contract. I need you to sign that. That's the way we start off our relationship. Mm-hmm. And have that. And don't be scared to do that with your, you know... With your um, with your people, don't don't be scared to do that with your people because what it does is is it avoids any of that back and forth and oh she did this and uh 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 you know it. Oh, it, we didn't talk about that. Right, exactly. <laughs> so if avoid that altogether by treating them the same way, and I don't mean like treating them completely like a stranger. The way you use the relationship is like I do business all the time with my cousin Kim, uh, Kimberly Green. She um has a um a, a clothing line, and so I did her launch party and things like that. So instead of utilizing the relationship to forego the business side of the business, i.e. the uh, uh contract, the uh you know the exchange of services, the exchange that we have to make, the agreements that we have to make, that's not where you use the relationship. You use the relationship to make the actual product better. Right. So because I know that Kim likes gold and not silver, right? Mm-hmm. That's what that's what you use. You know, you use the fact that you know what her aesthetic is like. You know, she likes I know that Kim likes splashy things. I know she likes things to be more sparkly and you know, she went to school in Louisiana, so a lot of the things that she um um, uh, is attracted to are a little bit more razzle dazzle than mm-hmm. you know the average the average person's style and things like that. And so I use that. That is the part that you use. Mm-hmm. The stuff that you know that caters to whatever you're providing. Right. Not not the you don't use it as an excuse to be lax in Absolutely. your business. You know your 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 sort of execution of the business. Right. And the business side of things, the execution of the most important part to me, really, as an attorney, that's mm-hmm. the most important part. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, so that's that's how I feel about that. And I think, you know, I think that it's important that we, you know, understand that. And so, granted, me and Shelly might be a little bit biased. Uh-huh. <laughs> Because like we're friends doing this podcast together. Exactly. Yeah. And, and we do a lot together. Like, yeah, we, we actually do a lot, do a lot of together. together. Yeah. We do a lot of business together. I think, in fact, our relationship as friends started doing business together. Mm-hmm. Like, we became friends through doing business together right. and enjoying working together. Right. Um, and so, and that's okay. That's great. But that says something. It debunks the stereotype that what? Women can't work together, especially black women. Right. <laughs> black women can't work together. Right. Mm-hmm. It that stereotype. It debunks the stereotype that, you know, you shouldn't work with your friends mm-hmm. or family. Mm-hmm. It, it debunks all of that. Exactly. It blows it out of the water. And so, um, and I think there are a lot of examples of people who are making good money. Look at the Braxton's. Look at, you know, mm-hmm. different, uh, you know, companies 
that are companies within companies. Like say say what you want about the Kardashians. I know black folks don't like money. it, but they family and they making hand over fist yeah. in all of their businesses. So, mm-hmm. or even the Simmons, like they. Oh yeah. You know the Simmons that do good money, the good good business together, um, and even the um, yeah, the Simmons. Um, Angela. I'm sure there's and, more. You know, uh, Reverend Run's kids, mm-hmm. all of them. They, I, I mean, there are plenty of examples, and it's usually in the upper echelon where we see people who are doing good business together. Because they get it. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's important. And I think it's okay, and I, I, I don't want people to be so afraid of that, you know? Absolutely. So, so we, we're approaching the 30-minute mark. We never really discuss how long we want these to be. I think oh, they don't have to be long just for the sake of being long, right? Exactly. You know? <laughs> I think that's all we really got to say. You know, you know, if, if, you know, we put it out there. You know, I know with guests, we will probably be another hour because that's another person talking. Yeah. So you know, this was a good you know introduction to who we are, our points of view. Mm-hmm. You know? Indeed, and you get to hear our little personalities and how we do things. So, um, I, I I look forward to uh, seeing how you guys respond. Please like comment share follow us like us whatever there is you know participate engage and please tell us um any topics you think uh you want us to cover Mm -hmm. you know related to you know being a black professional um i know we have we have some good ones in store but we're always looking for more ideas so if you have some comment or email us what's our email address black it is black esquire podcast at gmail.com. Again, yes. it's black esquire podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you wanna if you have a particular situation at work, if you have a particular situation that is troubling you with regards to your career, please, 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 please email us and we'll do like the sort of dear Abby like, you know, yeah. situations. Yeah. Because Shelly Shelly does. Um, professionally does career counseling yes um and guidance like she helps people laterally transfer she helps people in uh, negotiate their wages she has a wealth of knowledge on this topic as do i um i'm not a a legal recruiter but i do do resumes um i have obviously went to law school and uh, undergrad and had a slew of different internships and things. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just look me up on LinkedIn, add me there. I don't really too much reject nobody on LinkedIn. Um, so <laughs> I don't either. I, I accept everybody. Right, because I'm like even random random people like like barbers and, yes. and mechanics. Like, I'm yes. like, why are you? I don't know why you. I don't know, but you know, you never know who you're gonna need. So exactly. I'm gonna go ahead and answer. Exactly. You might know somebody who, exactly. who need a job that I can exactly. help. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um. I do want to uh, give us the opportunity to say all our little things that we do because we both do a whole, whole lot. Um, I am an attorney. Uh, I don't really want to tell y'all where I work because I just don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I do work for the state. Um, <laughs> I am a um, I am a event planner. Um, Luxury Experiences is my event planning company. I can be found at luxury.com. I can also be found at Luxury Experiences um, on across all social platforms. I am also a grant writer, and I consult. I help consult with nonprofits and for profits, small profit, pro, 
small for profits um, for formulating their businesses and sort of um, different strategy in terms of growth of their business. And um, I think that's all I do. Oh, and I um, very involved with the Cook County Bar Association in the um, uh, uh, Cook County Bar Association Foundation. I am the head of their legal clinic. Um, and we will be having a 5K. Yes. April 21st. 21st. April 21st. Saturday, April 21st. Um, Saturday the 21st at 8 a.m. in Washington Park, which we are very excited about. And two days, two, maybe two days before that, we'll be doing a live taping. Yes. Um, which we want you all to uh, attend. We want to meet you guys. We want to learn more about you. Uh, so, um, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wednesday. Yeah. So, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the... The 19th, April 19th, we'll be doing the live taping. April 21st, we'll be doing the 5K. We'll be at the 5K. Right. So. Oh, and just in case you don't, I don't know when you all are listening to it. Today is Saturday, October 7th. 2017. So you kind of get a time frame. Well, because I know you, you might not know when we recorded this. You but. got that from my leak. I did. You know, shout out to my leak Teal. Yeah. If you all don't listen to her podcast, please do so. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah so so what I do I think I mentioned it a little bit earlier but um like I said I a former practicing attorney um, when I did practice I was doing premises liability employment law insurance defense um, at a firm in New Orleans oh thanks boo at a firm in New Orleans um, I went to law school in Baton Rouge shout out Southern University Law Center um, barred in Louisiana I'm from Chicago originally um, since I've been back, I had I now have a legal recruiting company called Legal B. It's my baby. I love it. Uh, basically, I place attorneys in temporary and permanent positions with law firms. Um, I have a hive that I like to call them um, of attorneys. I uh, send them out to do projects uh, temporarily with uh, mostly solo and small firm attorneys, and then I also place attorneys. Uh, Michelle is recording. <laughs> Got distracted by recording, but yeah. Uh, then I also place attorneys in permanent positions as well. Um, I'm a career coach, so I uh, speak to attorneys who are looking to. Actually, they're kind of lost. They don't know what they want to do with their legal career. Um, I actually recently coached somebody. Um, you know, she wasn't. She was getting ready to leave her firm, but she didn't know if she wanted to open her own firm or uh, actually leave the profession altogether. And so I kind of counseled her on kind of what to do and where her strengths lie. And I'm happy to report she's now started her own firm, so I'm so happy. Shout out to Sarah. Um, hope she's listening. Shout out to Sarah. Yeah, so um, I'm actually going to be taking, excuse me, new uh, clients, career coaching clients within the next couple of weeks. So be looking out for that. Plug. Plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> Shameless. We're entrepreneurs here, so you have to, that's going to be another podcast, how to promote yourself. Yes. You know? <laughs> You, you know, you gotta be exactly. like like DJ Khaled. You know, don't be afraid to to talk about what it is you're doing and what you have going on. 
I know I just rambled or whatever, but yeah, so that's what I'm doing. Legal B, um, you can find us at, uh, at Legal B LLC on Facebook and Twitter. Um, YouTube, I have a YouTube channel, Legal B TV. I give, um, career advice to, um, employers and, um, candidates who are looking to get more career advice. Oh, also... Sorry, Cook County Bar Association. Um, I know we've mentioned that a few times because that's how we met and we're both very active. I'm the Young Lawyer Section Chair um, for the Cook County Bar Association. So um, if you are in Chicago, please become a, a member of the Cook County Bar Association. Come out to the Young Lawyer Section events. Uh, we have lots of great stuff in store this year. Another shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> All the shameless plugs. Yes. And we will not have shame about it. And but just note that we gave y'all we put y'all on game this podcast. We gave you a black uh wine connoisseur. Yes. We gave you an event planner. Mm-hmm. We gave you some career coaching yes. opportunities. Mm-hmm. We even gave you some events that are happening around town. So you can look forward to those things continuing to happen on our podcast. So again, thank you for tuning in. This has been Black Esquire and Shelly and Michelle are signing out. All right. Bye. Bye. Stay black, stay Esquires. <laughs>